Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I am here with Spencer and Jay. Hello, boys. Hello. Um, well, happy St. Patty's Day. Yes, we are recording on the uh, St. Patrick's Feast Day. Uh-huh. Um, hope all y'all, by this podcast comes out, hope y'all have recovered from your hangover and uh, no DUIs. Okay, um, so I want to get into some news first before we uh, talk about sports. Some sad news. Um, as of uh, this weekend... Uh, Life Fuels has said that they're not going to be making any more product. Um, uh, so I don't know what that means for our sponsorship with them. Um, um, I think I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, but until then, we are. St- I- I'm still going to ride them out. Uh, I think these guys will definitely ride them out too. Yeah, so until they're officially like done, yeah. done. You know, fuck. They were. Did they pull everything already? They pulled I everything, thought? or they said they're running. Once they run out, they're not making more. I uh, maybe it was once they run out, they're not making anymore. Well, I'm going to Insta as we speak. I do want to say thank you to Life Fuels. You guys have been amazing for us. You've pretty much brought brought everything that we have here today. Yeah. We're sitting using everything yeah. equipment. I think, I think it worked out good yeah. for, uh, for us. You know, us so. Yes, yeah. We appreciate you guys. You guys have been amazing. Um, any any other products you guys come up with, we would definitely love to be, help you be part of. So, um, from the Three Idiots Hearts, we love you guys. Thank you. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, doesn't oh. say after they sold out, just says they're bringing it to an end. Okay. So. Okay. So, I'm gonna go to their website and try to buy something. <laughs> Use the code three idiots get ten percent. <laughs> oh no, it's done. Oh, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, if you pull up the website, it's just the post that's on Instagram. Oh, you can't do anything else. So yeah, right, they're, well, they're uh, life feels gone. Uh, they're gone, dead. Ted. What? What? Real, that's what, what I thought. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're done. COVID. COVID um, hit them hard. Yeah. So, COVID hit um, hard, and it was funny because they actually did pretty well at Christmas time. Oh, fantastic! Um, yeah, they kind of. Yeah. Get uh, they were all sold out. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we we like like Dip said. You know, we want to extend a you know great uh, you know a lot of gratitude to them for you know being the, the only sponsor of our podcast. Uh, yeah, our very yeah. first one. Yeah, very we, first one. The yeah. only the only one. The only real one, really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. money back to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, did, we did make them some money. So oh, yeah. yeah, we did. We did. Um, I know they're not listening to this, but if uh, they come up with something new to sell, we're here. I just want to say thank Jeebus. We basically got like a 10-year supply of life, life fuel yeah, pods. Yeah. Yes. Could you imagine I buying? St- I still have like a whole bag full of yes. any. If any of our listeners need some now that you can't buy anymore. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Message yeah. us because I still have like a whole plastic bag full. Yeah, yeah. I've got all of mine in those in my jars in the kitchen. So... Do you could you imagine if you bought some a Christmas that Christmas present for somebody, and then it a couple only months came later, with like the starters. Yeah, and then a couple months later, like three, three months more. later, like man, I should probably buy some more. And then you're like, what? <laughs> Instagram <laughs> posts. Yeah, well, if you read some of the comments, I think some of them that did happen to them. Yeah. Dude, we should start like a black market like eBay and just like, sell these like for like it's like a vitamin like a vitamin shop, but it's like black market. Say, all right, p- we're putting this on eBay. And we're gonna sell them for like eighty dollars a pod. Because <laughs> wasn't it thirty for three? Yeah. It's all right. So we'll do three, but we'll do it for like we'll triple the price. Ninety. Nine, oh God. 
Come buy our black market, www.3idiotsblackmarket.com. Nobody uses that. We can buy that, that domain. <laughs> we, uh, you can find us on the dark web. Yeah, the dark web. The dark web. The dark web. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so thank you, Life Fools. You guys have been amazing. You guys have been awesome. Yeah. Um, um, I actually, like, was really bummed out. Like, when you, when Zach texted Jay and I and said, we don't have a sponsorship anymore, I was kind of like, did they kick us? Like, I <laughs> yeah, thought they right. like I thought they just dumped us because you know like we weren't making any more money for them or right, whatever. Right, right, or something. Right. We said something stupid in one of the podcasts, which would, happens a lot. But you know, um, <laughs> and then he said, "No, go to Insta." And I saw the post, and I was like, "Well, that kind of actually sucks even worse." But right, yep, yep. You know, so if you guys are if anybody that listens to this videos and you know somebody that needs help getting a starting company off the ground or just a company in general, um. Hit me up. Hit us up. We will gladly help you out, and we'll shout you out. Even if you don't like want to do a partnership with us, we'll we'll shout you out. We'll give give the love because we're small. Uh, Life Fuels was small at the time when we hooked them up. Basically, startup company with a startup podcast. Exactly. Like so. Like that's what Kev, uh, our, our boy Kevin said. You know, he said um, we're a startup company. You guys are a startups podcast. You guys are actually getting good gain. You're gaining a lot of uh, viewership and. You know, we started selling them a lot, or they started using, uh, getting a lot of money from our code. So, um, and that led to the next phase, and the next phase would have been a uh, sponsor or a um, partnership. Well, after that, what's uh, like a giveaway? Oh yeah, like a, uh, but they were Christmas gonna give hit, us some stuff. And, yeah, Christmas yeah. hit, and then this hit. So I think we teased the giveaway like right around like. Christmas time before right, right before that because it was supposed to happen in January because we were gonna do it in January and do the yeah that whole thing and then yeah. when we talked about the March Madness thing before we knew any of this we were gonna put like maybe try to get Life Fuels to throw some stuff in there but yeah 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 um, well, I mean we, we really else. if you really want a Life Fuels T shirt I can give you one of mine I got three or four I don't I got, use I got so. three and I'm too fat for them right now so <laughs> um yeah we'll give some Life Fuels shirts away we'll also give uh I'm gonna get now that the uh, in our stimmies hit. I'll get uh, get some shirts made for. Can I just say pod. something real quick? Uh oh. Any person who calls it a stimmy should have to pay the money back <laughs> double it because it's fucking. <laughs> it's a meme. I don't give a shit. Let me meme. Why did I call my children fourteen hundred? No. Just call me Stimmy Turner. <laughs> no. Get if you, out of the podcast. If you call Stimmy, straight to jail. Straight, straight to jail. <laughs> All right, fine. Anyway, we got chicken. Over, overcooked chicken, straight to jail. Anybody who calls nuggets nuggies, straight to jail. Oh, oh, I got it. Anybody go. <laughs> who calls chocolate milk chalky milk, straight to jail. I don't do that. When you're depressed, you just pop another chalky milk. Spencer's <laughs> in jail. Spencer's going to jail. We'll I spend too much time on Twitter and Reddit and TikTok. Anybody who calls it stimmy, chalky milk, or nuggies, we cannot be friends. What about? I call it nuggies. About, Is that okay? If I don't call the other things. About, mm, it's close. What about what about, what about tendies? Fine. Okay, that's okay. that works. That's fine. We we found common ground, people. <laughs> we we have found common ground with Jay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody if else you is talk like a four year old, fuck off. <laughs> I just I just I just want my nuggies. No, I don't I don't have any nuggies. What I do have is a particular set of skills. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, welcome yeah, to the piggy. pod, Miss Piggy. Welcome to the podcast. We're, we are something else. We are three idiots and talk sports. Oh See, we're very smart when it comes to the sports department, but we're just... Mm, then Spencer and I... about half and half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. That That's why our name fits so perfectly. It depends um, on what we're talking about. That's true. 
Like, if you talk soccer, I'm like the. I, I'm in the Spencer corner with a gun hat. It's what's his name from Benchwarmers in the in outfield with the butterfly in his glove. <laughs> I'm just like I'm bewildered. I'm like, what are you talking about? Ah, uh, yeah. I know, but like in terms of like baseball, I'm good at baseball. We're all pretty good at football and basketball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think uh, I'm I'm more of like I'm more of if we talk about tennis, I'm I like tennis a lot. You like tennis too? I do. I do. Yeah, I love tennis. Yeah. Uh, Jay's more of our hockey guy. Yep. Yep. I like Jay's hockey. Our- I just don't pay attention to it as much. Yeah, same. That's me right now. Um, I'm doing more stuff. I'm doing other things than watching hockey right now. Playing like playing fake hockey. <laughs> um, doing more fake Fair. hockey than I am watching real hockey. I can't talk. I'm playing World of Warcraft. So oof. Actually, no. Technically. We'll lose. We'll lose Spencer here eventually. It's kind of fun. Excuse me. Anyway, um, okay. Big sports day. Um, massive. But oh yeah, big sports week. Excuse me. Um. Today marks the day where they can where NFL players can officially sign, officially sign to the teams they have selected. Yep, the Stafford trade was official today. Yes. Yep. 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 So we're gonna get into that later in this podcast. Uh, but I think I'm also gonna expand this podcast and do another podcast as well, um, because Gosh. we have a ton, a ton of people to talk about, um, questions up the butt to talk about, especially college basketball where we are right now. Uh, tomorrow starts the um, plan games for the college basketball tournament. I'm so happy that it's March and we're here right now. Fill in for me for two minutes. Uh-oh. Okay. That's not that's not hard. I can talk. So, while Spencer leaves, we are going to talk about college basketball and NFL. NFL. Free agent yeah. signings. That's pretty much going to be today's it's podcast. So. Probably been the busiest week and a half. Or mm-hmm. This week is probably the biggest, busiest week in sports. Okay. Uh, free agency. Uh, the tampering period started Monday and Tuesday. Yep. Like Dip said, free agents officially signed today. All the trades in the offseason officially official today yeah yep. plant like dip said march Ma- or the playing games start tomorrow march madness officially begins on friday mm-hmm. it's gonna be a nice it's, week uh, for the best us, time man. of the year for yeah me. it's definitely the best time of the year i agree with that because like and then um the the you know selection sunday selection sunday happened yep you know i you know i sit and watch that uh it was uh on my break at work i was watching yeah. all the teams in the brackets fill out yep 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 I, it's uh, it's it's fun because like the thing we've been doing with my family for <clears throat> ever since I was I was able to physically pull a name out of a out of a bowl, uh, which was like five years old, um, and uh, I we you know my dad always would write names on this yeah. sheet and cut them up. That's actually I love doing that. Uh, Powers used to do that, right? Yep. Like you had yep. four teams. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's always really cool. Yeah, picking the names that's, out of a yeah. cup or out of the bowl, man, and then you know you. You watch those teams play, and you cheer for people you don't usually cheer for. Like, you know, this year I got this year, Jay, I got uh, Gonzaga and Baylor. I picked them out of the fucking bowl, Gonzaga and well, Baylor. You got the two front runners, so uh, <laughs> you're about to win some money. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a lot of East uh, East teams, so I don't like that. Helps by far that Gonzaga has the easiest uh, route to the Final Four. I was looking at that like ridiculous. Um, They've I'm already running. beaten two of the teams in their bracket. Yeah. I, I am not high in Gonzaga. I feel Same. like if they were in uh, Illinois or Michigan's bracket, I think they'd lose before the Final Four. 
like a Sweet 16 Elite 8. Yeah. I can more, see that. Probably more Elite 8, but... Because if the way the, if the way the cookie crumbles where, like, say there's, there's an upset or two, I, I just think Gonzaga runs those upset teams. I think they can run those upset teams easily. Um, but I, I just think their, their path is super easy. Yeah, I because agree. I don't trust Oklahoma so, and Missouri. So uh, since Spencer's not here, and you are the resident Rams fan, yes, there was a move the Lions did last night. Oh, they used him um, like a dirty seventh, tissue. Seventh round pick in twenty twenty three to grab defensive tackle Michael Brockers. Is it Brockers or Brockers? It's Brockers, uh, right? Bo- it's, yeah, because yep. there's an R, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So Michael Brockers. So the Rams Twitter, uh, the Rams universe on Twitter was going off on this. They're like. Well, I so, mean, what we I, couldn't sign him. Yeah, what, so. what I saw from the um, one Rams uh, reporter I follow on Twitter, she said he wasn't willing to take a restructured contract. So instead of cutting him, they called up Detroit, and Detroit's like, yeah, we'll part with the seventh mm-hmm. for him. And I'm okay with this because Detroit's gonna, or Rams are going to start calling Detroit a lot because of who we have as GM. It only works if it works out for both, though. Exactly. You do this if you're Detroit. It's not going to fit your rebuilding schedule, but yep. you've got one of the a top five run-stuffing defensive tackle in the league. Just for a seventh-round pick? For a seventh-round pick two years down the line. Two years down the road. I'll throw it. Um, I will throw it. His stats it. are really, really good. Obviously, you can't go all by stats because yeah. he had Michael, Don- uh, Michael Donald, Aaron Donald, <laughs> lining up next to him, eating right. double teams. But still, he even before, I think he was drafted, what, a year before Donald, I think? Yeah, he, was, he, had, he had a year under his belt. Yeah. He's his whole career has been really, really good. Right, a solid player. Which in Detroit, especially at D tackle, you don't really have anybody. You just cut um, Danny Shelton or Nick Williams. Danny Nick Shelton, Williams. right? Yeah, Nick Williams yeah. stayed. Right. So you just cut one of your defensive tackles. Yeah, picked up a really good veteran player. Um, they're saying he's a big culture guy. So. Think, He's a hell of a hell of a player. Uh, I mean, win-win for both teams. Yeah, the Rams uh, get some more cap, and Detroit gets a valuable. Their Rams are what's good for Rams is they're chipping away slowly at that cap um, because actually getting rid of Goff helped them like tremendously in that yeah, cap. But they, that but cap they basically fell. had to pay it all the way back with Stafford. Right, Not as Stafford's much, contract, but... right? Because he well he has a couple years left, right? Was what was his contract looking like? Two or years. Three. Right, so um, instead of I guess what I like about it is that you have two instead of what you had four with Goff. Yeah, but your you fourth, can really your fourth year was a player was but a you can really team option. But really with Goff, you can cut him after two years. Right, right, and I think that was that's what they were gonna do. That's but, why the Lions haven't restructured his contract to free up more money. Yeah, is because they would lose all that um, money they would save if they cut him in two years. Right, right. That would make the cap hit more uh, hit bigger. Yeah, right. In okay. those t- last two years. Okay. Yeah. So, I, and I was wondering that couple, through the week because when everybody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna restructure this guy's contract, we're gonna do this," I'm like, "I wonder what would happen if we looked at Goffs and try to help and try to fix it." Oh, but you if could it's definitely be, save a lot more money this year, but yeah. like I said, down the road, it could hurt. Yeah, especially if he doesn't turn out the player we want him to be. Yeah, it's going to hurt down the line, and you would rather suffer this year than down the line. Yeah, for sure. That's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. Um, 
But yeah, yeah the, the Rams pick up. I don't know how much money he cost. Do you? I don't. I don't think it was. It was. It was a lot. It was a. Was it, it was a decent chunk. I don't have my phone because my know. phone's being used over there. I don't think there. the Lions would have ate a big contract. I mean, it contract. was like I think it's at least six mil. Oh, yeah. That's not. I mean, that's nice for the Lions. I think, you know, um, because I I think it's a great ad. Um, you you b- bring him in. You bring in some young guys. Be like, listen, this guy was next to Aaron Donald, the best one of the best fucking D line ever to play the game right now. And you learn from him, and he will he will show you. And he still did good, even when uh, Donald. I saw a stat when he when Donald was off the field, he would bring in more double teams yeah. because of he was still as uh, in as the potent. last three seasons he led all defensive tackles. Hmm, hold on, because this stat wasn't exactly where it's going with it. Yeah, he led all defensive tackles in tackles in the run game. Oh, okay. And I think he was fourth in tackles for losses. Big run stuffer. Yeah, like you said, yeah. he can. He'll. He's not. He can get you four or five sacks, but he's not going to be a top sack guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, hell. I mean, I'm sorry. Seventh round pick for him. That's that's in two a win. Years? Yeah, in two years, that's a win. That's yeah, a win. That's, that's a win-win. No brainer. Glad oh, Detroit did massive. it. I think it helps out both teams. <laughs> uh, it and the. It was an article that says Lions used Rams again. And that was the article head because well, it's like... Yeah, once again, the Rams were desperate. This time mm-hmm. it was to free up Cap. Yep. And it's a player Brad Holmes knows very well, so right. Right. he sprung it. Yep, exactly. I'm pretty sure he drafted him. So, why not? Why not bring him on, you know? Yeah. Have the Rams signed anybody yet? No. They haven't done anything. <laughs> they haven't... Uh, they haven't done yeah, that's what anything like that, that has been. Your big, your noteworthy. big move was Stafford. Yes, you're gonna lose what's his name, the safety. You already lost him. Yeah, he's gone. He's going to the Browns. Yeah, which was um, shocking. A lot, of, he, a lot of people thought he was a favorite to land in Detroit, yeah. especially Rams and Detroit writers. Yeah. But Cleveland gave him a 13 million dollar a year offer, and so and that's, in, that's so what Cleveland Brown. needed too. That's one of what they needed. Yeah, Cleveland needed a safety. Um, to help that secondary out because they were struggling, but um, good for him. He got that. He got that. He got that bag. A lot of people got their bag, man. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones got his bag. Yeah, I, I'm happy that he got his bag. I don't remember if I said he was staying in Green Bay. I know I said you guys that. said he was gonna leave. You guys didn't think because you guys said no franchise tag. Yeah, and then he wouldn't stay. I know. I, I, said I, know I saw something. I know. I still said I thought Green Bay was still the best fit. Right. You but did, yeah, yep. I did think he was gone. Yeah, obviously he stays with Green Bay, thirteen yep. mil a season, I believe. And some said somebody, some yeah, it's thirteen mil. Yep. Some people were saying that it's actually a deal for Green Bay. Like that was this. Was, oh yeah, they held, um, they saved a shit ton of money. They for probably him. could, but problem is, we said Arizona was a good fit. They didn't have enough money to pay right. him that. Yep. Yeah, that's in a normal. I think in a non-COVID market, he would have made more. Oh yeah, he would definitely would have made more for sure. For sure, that's true. COVID, that COVID market is killing a lot of things, a lot of the players' money. Um, but I, he was the best running back available, you know, clearly on that market. So why not bring, make sure he can't come back and stays his rest of his career? Because you know, like Country well, said last, I think it's only a three or four year deal, right? Oh yeah, true. I mean, he's, he's twenty eight now. Oh, I thought he was like 27, 27, 28. Yeah. So it'll you be know, his last thirty one, thirty two. 
It'll be um, his last big payday, but yeah. he'll f- if he doesn't stay with Green Bay after this contract's up, he'll still get a job somewhere else. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, speaking of Green Bay running backs, Jamal Williams. Yep, signed with the Lions. That's crazy. I, I, I like is a great addition. Yeah, seven and a half over two years. Yep. But I think this year, it's only like 1.7 or 1.4 towards the cap. Wow. So yeah, it's a... V- Two-year deal where the front this year is very team friendly. Oh yeah, beautiful. Um, I, it's fine. Yeah, it's a fine signing. He's a good running back. He's a good do-it-all running back. Right. Obviously, spent four years in Green Bay, and he was very reliable all four years. He's a great pass back. I love the. Yeah. He's a pass down um, back. I like that. And that's what golf likes. Those kind of guys. Yeah. It. So it'll take pressure off Swift. Yep. Um. Gives Are you, you more. about carry on. No, because I think carry on, he'll be your main pass blocking back. Yeah. I think you can fit all three in pretty well, depending on what their role is. Um, you can use Jamal Williams however you want. Right. Is he more your third down, long range? Long Jamal f- Williams is probably your f- third down back. Yeah. Carry on's probably your, pass- or your passing down back. Okay. Um, and DeAndre Swift probably does, is your complete back. Majority of carries, though, too. But. I think Carrion's going to get more carries than three a game when he was having under Patricia. I think you'll at least seven a game. Maybe you give uh, Jamal Williams five, yeah. unless one of them has a hot hand, then you ride that. And then um, Swift has the rest. So a quick quick fancy question about running backs. Do you stay away from Detroit, line, Detroit running backs? Yes, because okay. all three can do everything, and we don't really specifically know the roles right now. Right. So yeah, I would stay away from them. Yeah, awesome. Um. Yeah, but great. Uh, other than the fantasy, I know that's that that will come soon. But for a Lions fan, that was a great, great addition. I think just yeah. a great like one of those midnight signings depth. that happened last night. Yeah, with um, Rockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a good a- addition to to uh to the team. Just a nice little money deal there. Or cheap, cheap. Uh, you know, and he's a he's a reliable guy. I mean, um, when Aaron was out for a couple weeks, Jamal Williams was the guy, and he was tearing it up. Yeah. So obviously, with um, uh, what's his first name, Dylan, the guy they just drafted. Oh, yep, AJ Dylan. AJ Dylan. Obviously, that makes a guy like Jamal Williams expendable. So right, right, right. Here we are. And it's gonna be crazy to see if if Dylan stay if if Dylan does what he. He was doing decent in the last season, so that's a that's a hell of a two headed monster to have in Green Bay too, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, good for, good for the Lions. Lions are making moves, doing things, big things. Yep. Um, so. Resigned, uh, Romeo Quara. I think that was a must. I was surprised he was back. Um, I thought he would get more money on the open market. You think he just, he, he um, think he's in on the, the new, ch- the new change? I think he likes the new coach. I think he likes playing with his brother. Okay. Oh, that helps. Um, <laughs> yeah. This deal was really smart because I think it was $5 million less than throwing the franchise tag on him. Oof. I would like to see that. Um, I think it's only a four-year four year deal, deal. Yep. so yep. He, he can still get another big payday. he's young. He's like, what, 20? 20, 24, 25, I think. Yeah. So he'll be 29, 30-ish-ish yeah, around he's that one time. Of the, he's one of those homegrown players you yep. love to keep around. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, your best pass rusher. I think we talked last podcast about how good he was. Is he your best player on defense? Probably. Okay. You could say him or Trey Flowers. Yeah. 
for a team that gets no pressure, Aquara was a must. It, yeah, it was a must because uh, big time playmaker, especially on third down. Um, Trey Flowers, you hope he's healthy, can give you something next to him. So that's, we have three. I mean, we have three reliable guys on de- on the uh, the on the uh, defensive line. Also, do you draft a defensive lineman? I think you're gonna have to draft. I would want another defensive lineman in the one more. first three rounds. Okay. Um, another resigning that happened Monday. A quarrel happened Monday. Another resigning was um, uh, Jalen Reeves Maben, the linebacker. Oh yeah. Didn't get any playing time on defense with Patricia because. He wasn't a run-stuffing linebacker. He's more athletic. Yeah. He was a big-time special teamer for us, though. Um, glad to see him. Glad to see him back. Yeah, him and Miles Killebrew. I want Miles Killebrew back because he's another great special teamer. Yeah. But Reeves Maben, he might get a look at by Dan Campbell because they're playing a more of a athletic. Um, want linebackers who can pass, who can defend in the passing game. Like so he might get a look. I you got to throw everybody on your team. Hoping they get a look. You you don't you don't really have a choice of like oh this guy can't do that without yeah. knowing you got to throw everybody out there. Um, so yeah, that was another good signing or re-signing. Yeah. Obviously, the, then there was the two signings before free agency started on Monday. You had um, you had Trell Williams, which we've known about for a while. He's right now your number one receiver, deep play guy, all that. Um, done pretty well did really well when he was with the chargers he was their number one uh didn't do too great as a number one but he's not one so uh spencer uh quick rapid fire break down the lions transactions since we already did it okay no go oh, me? yeah um, <laughs> spencer. okay so who have we sent over uh just break all of them down because we've talked about all of them oh uh, yeah so, what's your opinion on all of them well dip's gone uh, so I already said Josh Hill, and then the Michael Brockers trade. I mean, that's that's a good trade. It's a seventh round pick for a decent defensive lineman. Uh, Romeo Aquara extension, good move. So to throw out a stat, I just talked with Dip just so you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, since 2017, I don't yeah. even have to put my mic up. We've all heard this. Since 2017, Brockers has uh, the number one out of any defensive tackle. He's had the most tackles in the run game out of any D tackle. You know, I think I did. Was that the graphic with like snacks and stuff on it? No, I did. No, I don't think it was comparing anybody else. I think it was just showing just his the stat. Okay, yeah, I might have shared it. I, I saw it. I saw a different graphic, but it was a similar stat. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I like that. That's definitely something. Yeah, to look I at. think he was top five in tackles for loss for defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I think he's also like top ten in like pressure rate too. Interesting. I mean, obviously, like I told Dip, and as it's obvious, he's. Played next to Aaron Donald, who takes all the double teams in the world. So. Right. Spencer, did you hear me? Uh, who signed what? A uh, new Lions signing, backup quarterback, Tim Ooh. Boyle from Green Bay. You gotta tell us all the secrets. I don't know shit about Tim Boyle. <laughs> I know he's from Green Bay. Yeah. Okay, so we're, uh, we're, we're gonna go back. We're break back, breaking back in. Because uh, I had to take a phone call. Power of editing. True. Um, so what did we do? We did Josh Hill, Michael Brockers, yep. um, Romeo Aquara extension. Love it. Um, it was what five million less than I think the franchise tag, and he wanted to be here to play with his brother, so that was good. Uh, who else have we signed? Uh, Jalen Reeves, Maben. We went over. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good one year deal for him to extend him. Uh, maybe see how he fits into the new defense. 
Uh, they also signed Jamal Williams. I think they, about that. He's a Dip uh, really likes the signing. I think it's a good one as well. I think it's a good depth signing uh, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Is Carry On still on the team next year, right? Yes. So you still have Carry On. You still have Swift as your one, and you can just let Jamal Williams and Carry On split the two, the number two touches. Um, yeah, no, I like it. It's cheap. He's what, like, what was it two years, seven and a half million? Yeah, yeah, Jay so. said something like what one point? It was like a um, it's over one point four, one point seven against the cap this year. Yeah, so like it's a very team friendly. Yeah, very team friendly. You knew it wasn't going to cost a lot. He's not going right. to, you know, he's not Aaron Jones or anything. Right, right, right. No, I do. I like it. I like it a lot. It's a good signing. All right, yeah. So let's go into the mega free agent signings and yes. a retirement that we've seen coming from basically half of the season. Yeah, yeah everybody well, um, knew. Goodbye Drew to Brees, Drew Brees. Drew Brees has been a huge. I mean, we've watched him. Go from the then San Diego Chargers and tear it up there, and then go over to uh, New Orleans Saints and just tear it up. <laughs> the there. Dolphins' biggest mistake in their history. In the Dolphins' massive, massive mistake in their Somebody, history. I heard someone talking about how the Lions like reached out and had him work out for him, and then they just said, "Now nah, we don't trust the injury," like oh. just like the Dolphins did. But I don't know how valid that was. Well, I, I was, bet you, I bet you, everybody I don't probably think so did because it. I think the story would have been reported way more than just now. Right? Mm-hmm. Detroit, the Detroit media would have eaten that up for like five years if that actually <laughs> happened. That's not good. <laughs> what? what? Uh, ACC Player of the Year Moses Wright is out uh, for Georgia Tech against Loyola Chicago. Well, mm-hmm. I'm glad well, I picked Loyola for majority of my well, I had Georgia Tech, so Same. time to go in and switch that. Yeah. I was going to pick Georgia Tech, but as much as I love rooting for them, they're just too sloppy. We'll get, into that. You, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get, yeah. Um, yeah, so big signing. Spencer, can you pull that up on your phone? I need, oh, yeah. I don't so have my... let, let's just start with the, with the, the big, big ones. Like, did you, we'll, we'll just start with the one team that made the biggest splash. Oh, my God. Billy Belichick. Also, just real quick, the Bucks re-signed everybody, which we didn't think was going to happen, but That's they true. did. That's <laughs> true. The money came somewhere. Um, yeah, uh, Brady, re- what did Brady, what What do you call that? Um, he negotiated extended, his contract. He, yeah, he, he got another four years. Yeah. He extended, but he also adjusted the salary cap for this year. Mike Evans, I do also believe um, he he came on fixed well, as well. They signed everybody besides Leonard Fournette. I should say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I, everybody kind of knew that he was going to be gone, just because he's probably going to command probably five or six million a year, and they don't have the money to pay him, especially when you have a guy like Ronald Jones. It's tearing it up. And right. you can, and you know, and there's other guys out there that want to come to uh, Tampa. Yeah. Just like AP was on Pat McAfee's show and said, "Yeah, I'd love to go to Tampa." He goes if the if it's if it's the right situation and he goes you want to pay me he goes all right cool yeah. he's only going to cost you a cop probably two million yeah that'd be a nice backup for for Ronald yeah I just want to see AP still play I mean now he's he's you know old and, and dirt but anyway but yeah um he's he, he gonna be ring chasing now yeah but the Bucks man they they signed everybody we didn't think yeah, they, they do it, it. Yeah, they did it, was, it it was funny because everyone thought oh they'll they'll tag um was it Bar- Shaq Barrett. Right. Well, no, we're going to tag, we're going to, we're going to sign Delonte David, we're going to tag Godwin, and then we're going to extend Shaq Barrett. Like I said, still don't understand the tagging of uh, Godwin. Yeah, that was it's weird. just, it, I literally... It's to make one more run. I, I think, get it, but... Yeah, I think it's I to, just like to the keep move. the band together for another year. So, you know, you know, T, T Brady over there wants to win his eighth. Yeah, Tom Brady, I, oh, man... The man is is a he's a machine. He's not gonna retire. He, he's not a real human. <laughs> I don't know. What that's, I don't know what to tell you. It's um, 
the us. Uh, we were talking about everybody signed everybody. The Patriots. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Um, probably. It really seems like. I mean, it's probably not what he's thinking, but you don't want to be the loser of this divorce. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't really like the Cam Newton signing. I mean, I guess you kind of have to. There's because, nobody else. Well, I mean, he knows I mean, until the he, draft. He pretty much knows the offense. You're probably going to draft somebody. Um, I mean, oh, you got all, the, all the signings out. so far point to him drafting a QB or moving up to draft a QB. Well, he's going to have to move up because there's no no quarterback left to draft where they're picking. Right. So and you might get like Mac Jones. Okay, you're not going to build your team around Mac Jones. I mean, he could be a serviceable pro. Mm, not as a long as long the Spencer, not the, shut up. <laughs> you don't go out and spend over two hundred million dollars in free agency for a serviceable pro. That's true, and that's that's not the Bill the Bill Belichick way. Yeah, I mean, but do you believe even with all the signings, do you do you think Cam Newton's going to get him to the playoffs? Mm, no, I think they can compete. I mean, you guys got to remember yes. the first five games; they were looking like a playoff team. They play well. Yep. Until COVID hit Cam Newton and the and the, yeah. the wheels fell off and he stopped oh, and the dead halt. And then Edelman got hurt and the safety blanket was gone. Right. So I mean, I I still think they need another receiver. Uh, I mean, I know they signed Nelson Aguilar, which is fine. He's <laughs> he's an Oakland. <laughs> he's an Philly fans about uh, Nelson yeah. Aguilar. We know hey man, he had a good year him. in Oakland. Eight hundred yards and like eight touchdowns. So I'll, I'll give him credit. He had a bounce back year, but I I don't know, man. It's it's. Billy B, just Bill Belichick, man, he just seems like he really wants... Obviously, it's going to piss him off losing because he's not used to it, but... And then you get all the chatter of, oh, well, Brady, obviously... It was all... It was Brady. It was, it was just Brady. It was no you Belichick. Know pissing Belichick right off. But and you, it's not true. It's not true. If you look at that Patriots team from from this past season, if Belichick's not their coach, they probably win two games. Yeah. You know, the fact Agreed. that they won six is kind of insane to me because that team was terrible. Pause this. <laughs> Top free agents. I can't pause. I don't have TiVo. Hunter Henry to the page. That, that right there, Hunter Henry to the Patriots, well, that was at, what I think After signing uh, John U. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I love it because I love the two, still, the two tight ends. My favorite head. signing is still Matthew Judon. He's really good in Baltimore. I think he'll be really good in New England. He, I think I think Bill paid up for him a little bit, too. I don't think he was expecting to get well, that big of money. That's the one player you should have paid up for. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not going to get the top pass rushers like Shaquille Barrett... Uh, Romeo Aquara and Gakwe, or wasn't there mm. another one? Maybe not. Mm. I know Clowney, but I don't think he's considered a top one. No, not uh, who's the, uh, who's the guy from the Bengals? D lineman, really good. Oh, he signed with um, Fudge Muffins. He signed with the Fudge Muffins. <laughs> you are officially signed. Um, why are you looking that up? I don't know uh, <clears throat> Hunter, I I, I want to go back to the I want to go back to the Hunter Henry thing real quick. Um, that's gonna give Cam Newton a massive, massive help in the red zone. I mean, he's literally one of the best tight ends in the game in the red zone. Um, you know that was majority that was his touchdown. His touchdowns were just built from the red zone with Philip Rivers when uh and Herbert, sorry Herbert as well. But uh, good for you, Hunter. I I think you're gonna succeed well in that that team. On the defense, they have a ton of draft picks, so why not just make up your make your team better? So <clears throat> and we know um, how in depth that Patriots that Patriots um, go into for the draft. So, but Carl Lawson. Oh yeah, he was one of the probably one of the top five D linemen on the market this offseason. 
uh, went to the Jets. Ooh. Um, nice. And then the Bengals subsequently replaced him with Trey Hendrickson. Pretty good pass rusher from the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, Patrick Peterson went to the Vikings. Are you scared? No. Not really, no. Even when we don't have a fucking receiver to throw the ball to? The Lions are going to be bad. All right. So we're, we're already like, we're going to be bad, so we don't care. I'm, I'm at peace with the fact they might lose 15 games. Okay, cool. I don't think it'll be 15. No, I think... I'd say 12. I think they're probably, they're probably a 3-13, and 4-12 and 12 team. I mean, there's this, there's just so many holes to fill, and, you know, just... It's a little time. And you don't know what you're going to get out of Goff, especially with so many question marks at the receiver position. Um, you, but it helps that you have a steady O-line and a steady run game. Yes, for sure. Um, and that's what Goff succeeded under. He yeah. had a great r- line and a great uh, running game. Can game. the defense give you anything? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, who else the Patriots sign? Oh, they got Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, the top, mm-hmm. the two top tight ends in the market. Yeah, yeah we're, we're talking about crazy. That. Yeah, which is that's insane because you thought, oh, they'll go get one Hunter Henry. Everybody knew they were going to make a run at, but then they signed Jonu Smith to that fifty million dollars. Well, Jonu Smith deal. was the first one. Yeah, and, yeah. But I mean, like before the signings happened, everyone was like, oh yeah, they're going to get Henry. They're going to go after Henry. Bill Belichick loves Hunter Henry. Yeah. Well, then they signed Jonu Smith, and you're like, weird, but okay. And then uh, two days later, or the next day, he's like, oh hey. We got them both. <laughs> and I was like, it's big money, too. Like, they're getting, like, I think Hunter Henry's getting, like, 13 mil a year. Uh, or that. close to 13. And then Janu got, how many years was his deal? Four years? Something, it was like 50 I think something. it was four at 50. Yeah. So he's getting, what, another, what, like 12 and a half? 12 and a half, yeah. Yeah, so that's, you know, it's 24 million in just tight ends. But yeah. look at their be- look at some of the best teams he's had. It's You've had two tight ends. And that's what I'm thinking, like, that's she wants to go with. So that's why I think Cameron, uh, Cameron, <laughs> that's why I think Cam Cameron, will, Cameron Newton. Yeah, Cameron Newton. I think Cam will, will succeed. Yep. What is Cam, what did Cam succeed in with when he was in, in Carolina? Greg Olson. I mean, he, he had Greg Olson. Did he have Steve Smith? He had Steve Smith, yeah, for there for a little yep. bit. You know, and you, and, uh, so, I mean, it's, where did, um, oh no, he went to the Cardinals. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, you get a receiver in the draft. I think you get a receiver in the, a couple of receivers in the draft or one. That's another deep receiver draft too. Exactly. So, so you're you gonna could, be just you know, fine. You can, first round, you can go get your quarterback. You could do do whatever you want. Yeah. Maybe if they don't, maybe if he doesn't trade up for a QB, he just goes O line because they lost a couple guys. Right. All right. Um, I mean, you lost uh, what was it? David Andrews, one of the better centers in the league, and mm-hmm. you lost uh, Joe Tooney, who was one of the probably a top three guard. Holy crap, he got paid too. Um, yeah, so that's the, true. I mean, with all the good signings they made, they and then they got Kyle Van Noy back. The Patriots did. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're going to be back in position to be uh, maybe an eight or eight to ten a wild win team. Card team. Yeah, they're wild card team. Will they will they out outplay the Bills and beat them for Not the division? Right now. No, the Bills Not are right returning. Now. I think all but one starter. Mm-hmm. I do believe. Yep. So um, yeah, they find yeah, the Bills found a way to re-sign Matt Milano. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, but on the flip side, you lost. They lost David Andrews. Um, he's he's free agent. He hasn't signed yet. Um, and then Joe Tooney went out and got sixteen mil a year from the the Chiefs after they cut two of their yep and, and two of their boys. Speaking of the Chiefs, like great signing, but with the Joe Tooney signing, love yeah. it. He can play center and he can play guard and he can play them both at, at an elite level. Right. And then they went out today and got Kyle Long to come out of retirement, signed him to a one year deal for five million. Former Bears uh, Pro Bowl guard. That's crazy. So if he can come back and be in football shape and 
um, be healthy. That's a good signing. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. So I mean, you still have question marks at both tackles, but your center and your guards are are good. Like you have a really good interior line for the Chiefs. Um, first round picks, I you, you know you can almost guarantee they're going to be going with a lineman mm-hmm. unless something crazy happens and there's somebody there that they just love. Yeah. But I I see them taking a tackle. Maybe they go sign like. I'm trying to think of like like a Tyrell Crosby type tackle in free agency. Somebody's going to cost you six, seven mil, not a lot, and you plug and play him for a year or two. And yeah, no, I like what the Chiefs have done. I mean, they they're in, they're going to be in cap hell, gonna come, right? I mean, like in a starting years, next yeah. year, yeah. So like this year is in, like I think well, they 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 fixed uh, Mahomes' contract too. Yes, they did. They re uh, they redid Mahomes' contract. Yeah. Um, but I think too. But I still think with all the contracts they have, I think next starting next year they're going to be close to like Saints territory where they're going to be exceeding the cap by a ton. And the cap went down. And the cap but went it'll down. It'll be going up maybe fifteen million next year. Yep. Oh, will it go up? Oh, okay, because yeah. it went down from what was it one ninety two last year to one eighty five this year, mm-hmm. something so, like that. Yeah, and that was because of the COVID. Right. But yeah, that'll probably go back up to one ninety five, and then. I think the NFL is going to get, they're getting all that, uh, that TV money coming up in a couple of years too. Oh yeah. yeah that, it's going to be like a billions of dollars mm-hmm. worth of money. So yeah, that will help. That's going to, that'll probably raise it up over 200 at least and maybe like 215, 220. But, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. There's been a lot of, a lot of stuff going down, man. Uh, Chiefs made moves. Patriots made moves. Jaguars have signed a few guys. So they have, yeah. Just in my bracket, I've got Michigan playing Illinois in the national championship game. <laughs> Is that your like main one? Yes. You're cheeky. You're cheeky. It could just, happen. Just how it fell. We'll get into this in, in a few minutes. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna have, do full breakdown. Yeah, full breakdown, like massive breakdown. Um, anybody else that uh, uh, that you would think about that that's gonna be impactful? The Jets made some moves. Jags made a few moves. Yeah, I yep, really yeah, like yep. the Jags offseason so far. Marvin Jones, Marvin Malcolm Jones, Brown, Jamal Agnew. Jamal we Agnew. saw that Marvin Jones way overpaid for Jamal Agnew. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I think yeah. they must have a plan for him. Daryl Bevel must have been like told Urban, "Hey, you got to get this guy." So they must be like, yeah, three years, seven million dollars a year for a guy who's been a returner with a sure. little bit of spark on offense. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's that one's that one perplexed me a little bit, but he's still it you makes know, no sense. I mean, he's what 25, 26? He's fairly young ish, yeah. young ish. I mean, and in that offense too, you, they're going to have Trevor. So you have now you have Marvin Jones. You have um, you're going to have Marvin Jones, DJ Chark, um, Agnew's going to be your return specialist slash three gadget player yeah we'll I go guess. gadget like gadget yeah wildcat stuff maybe screens and um like sweeps and jets and jet sweeps. you've now climbed up to third in your division congratulations yeah. but uh, is it is is can lawrence have enough time protection to get the ball out of his hand well they tagged uh what's his name their tackle yeah so that was that's good to you know to keep them in their their line Honestly, their offensive line I don't think is terrible. I think they're except when they played Detroit and they were awful. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I like but he got ripped up by one of the worst defensive lines in the league. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I don't think they're great. So like watching them last year and watch a lot of the Jags, but what I did see, pass blocking not great, obviously. I didn't really have a quarterback either, but that doesn't help you. Minshew, know. Right? You, don't, you don't if when you have a quarterback who doesn't know how to get rid of the ball, it doesn't help you. Exactly. So, you know, I don't think their offensive lines as bad as everybody thinks they are. 
Obviously, they were good enough to have uh, James Robinson almost win Rookie of the Year. Uh-huh. He was in the top five at least. Nobody right. was going to beat Herbert, but still. Yeah. Um, or if um, that's good to see they have running back. Or if um, uh, shit. Why can't I think of his name? Joe Burrows. Yeah. Or Joe if he would have stayed healthy. I mean, even if Joe Burrow stays healthy, it still it might be it, Herbert might beat him out. Well, I was talking about James Robinson. Oh yeah, James like, James Robinson. Yeah, yeah, he had a good year, but he wasn't beating out any of the quarterbacks. Oh no, it's impossible to beat quarterbacks. Probably and, wouldn't even beat out uh, Justin Jefferson. So yeah, Justin Jefferson was crazy too. But you know, I don't think the Jags. I think Jags are making good moves. They need to obviously. They still need to build through the draft. It's going to be yeah, huge for them. It's going to be massive. For uh, them. I mean, the, the cap space is nice to have the money to be able to plug holes. Which is where the Lions are going to be in a couple of years. Once you he get- missed it twice. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh Russ, I've watched. I've watched a lot of. Uh, sorry, we're watching. Watching Wizards uh, uh, recap here, and I watched a lot of Wizards game lately just because of I like watching Russ play. But they're struggling. They suck. Wizards they stink. suck, dude. They're so second, second. I think second or third worst team in the, the league. But um, the Jags. I feel like when. When we signed, when we drafted Stafford with the first pick, what were we struggling with as a team? Everything. You were coming off an zero and sixteen season. Do you th- do you see the sh- them as like the Stafford Lions? No, because no. outside of the Browns, no one has ever been as bad as the Lions. Right. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. You are you. Are you guys that high on Trevor Lawrence? He's going to be like a Matthew Stafford record-breaking. Drew Brees, I guess Andrew Luck. I don't know if he'll be record-breaking because Mahomes is going to steal all of Stafford's records. Right, right, right. right, right. Tom Brady has every record and he's still playing. He does not have all the records yet. Yeah, he's not even close to the... Any well, no, because he and Breeze were fighting for touchdowns. Yeah, I think he's slightly behind Breeze in yards, but he'll pass him next year. Yeah, he only needs, I think, only nine hundred something to oh, pass him yards easily. Yeah. So by the end of next year, as long as Brady doesn't get hurt, he'll have all the records. Yeah, and who knows how long he's going to play? The dude's been in the league for twenty-one years, and he's still going. And he's so. still looking like a decent, decent, decent pick there. He's or a, decent uh, pick to win MVP. He, Brady's strength is his brain. Yeah, he picks apart defenses because he's seen every defense and he reads it. So he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh hey, oh you're gonna run too high safety. All right, we'll change this play. We'll beat you." Yeah, it does help too that the Bucks surrounded him with insanely good talent. Yeah, that offensive line though. Um, disappointing uh, free agent that we didn't get was John Johnson going to the Browns. Uh, me and Dip did talk about we it. Did talk about that, did yeah. You? Yeah, sad. I was, I know. I was we, we wanted him. If you know, and it was one of those where like a lot of the Lions Twitter was like, if there was a one guy that you spend money on, it was him. But in the long run, you know, he probably wanted to go to a place to get paid and win. So that's good for him and the Browns. And we 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 said the Browns needed that. Like uh, the Browns needed that mm. to. Uh, and to win. Um, as a Browns fan, I love it. <laughs> yeah, good for you guys. Oh, and uh, um, screw the Browns. Another big winner, I do believe, is the football team. Yeah, uh, getting uh, what's his name as a quarterback, is a future quarterback. Oof. ESPN mm-hmm. has no love for Michigan State in this tournament. Why is that? They just had, um, they just predicted UCLA to win fifty-eight percent. Oof, because UC- that's weird. UCLA is more talented, more athletic. Hmm. Um. But yeah, no, I, the football team, I, I like the signing so far. They signed uh, 
William Jackson, uh, pretty good corner to a, a big deal. Curtis Samuel, three years, thirty-five million. I think that's a great, great offensive weapon to have. That's a that's a good price too for a guy as talented as Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. and he's a guy you can do a lot of different things with. You can play him at slot, you can put him in the backfield. And he was a running back two, uh, running back two, uh, wide receiver two for a majority yeah. of fantasy is fantasy this year. And now you pair him so. with Terry McLaurin, and you have Logan Thomas had a coming out party last year. Yeah, let's hope he comes so, back. Yeah. And Fitz, Fitz, man, I. I mean, I don't think he, you know, he fits his fits. He's just, he does what he does. He's a professional quarterback. Yeah. He goes in, he's going to play hard. He's going to give you good time. Uh, he makes a lot of, he makes some some dumb mistakes sometimes, but that's because when you're an NFL quarterback, you got to take chances and he's not afraid to. So I saw on Twitter as well that um, when when they signed him, they said it's going to be like a Tua thing over all over again. In Washington with Fitz, and they're going to draft a quarterback with that first pick, with that that mid round. I think they're going to have to trade up for, and that's what they're thinking. They're at eighteen. Yep, and they're thinking Washington won't even have Mac Jones by then. Now Mac Jones will be gone. You're a mediocre franchise quarterback. I mean, they signed Taylor Heineke to pretty good money. Yeah, I would do it if I was Fitz. I'd teach him. If see, if I'm the football team right now, I'm just going to sit at eighteen. I'm going to start Fitz. I'm gonna have a like we'll say we'll say well we're gonna have a competition, but you know Fitz is a starter. Correct. If Heineke goes balls to the wall and beats him out, then fine, whatever. It's, right. it's cool. But you know, I'm sticking with that. Take your 18th pick and go get somebody to shore up your offensive line, your defensive Defense, backfield. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, they need a linebacker. So, and that's what killed you in that game against Tampa Bay. The secondary, yeah, the secondary killed you. They, they have so. they have two good running backs, um, and Antonio Gibson and uh, JD McKissick. Mm-hmm. Um, both are dangerous. I mean, maybe, you know, that 18th pick could be valuable. Maybe you trade out of it and you gain extra draft picks. Yeah. True you know, that. Somebody's, true that. you know, first round picks are the most valuable currency in the NFL. Right. So we'll see what happens. In any that. sport. In any sport. Oh, yeah, right? in any yeah. sport, yeah, for sure. Uh, what you guys, did you guys talk about Bud Dupree? No. No. What did you guys think of that deal? Surprised he went to the Titans. It, Surprised at, they were willing to throw that much money on him. At you first, said the word desperate in our chat. At Yes. That was a complete... Why do you think they gave him $82 million? That's true. <laughs> the dude... Okay, I like Bud Dupree as a player. I think he's yeah. solid. Yeah. He wasn't that great the first couple years of his career. Right. This past year, the last two years, I'll say, he's had really a coming out party because he's been surrounded by talent. With, last like, three. Last, yeah. He's been surrounded by a lot more talent, so there's less uh, focus on him. Yeah. Um, and he was in a good system. I mean, face it, Pittsburgh's... Always got a good defensive system. And I think he's gonna. I think he'll thrive in Tennessee too. Yeah. And you know? based on the market, pass rushers are going for a premium. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm glad the guy got paid. I think Tennessee showed a little desperation because of what happened last year. Yeah. The reason they couldn't win, the reason they lost their games, they had zero pass rush. Right. They have a decent secondary. Their linebackers are okay. And you know what their offense is going to do? It's going to be pound the ball at Derrick Henry, play action. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean that's I I like the signing for the Titans as long as they have the money to do it. Whatever, yeah. it's fine. You needed an edge rushing linebacker, right? So you got him. Yeah. Now just you're gonna have to build the rest through the draft. Yep. And, and they got they got they got all their picks. So yeah, I'll definitely do that. So another and then from the Titans going to the Jets, Corey Davis. Yeah, that was weird. Didn't uh, but it helps Sam Darnold though. It does. It helps does. A lot, he's I a, think he's a really good possession receiver. He's automatically number one. Um, no, still, no. Still have Jameson Crowder and Be Denzel you, Mims. I would no, rather I'd have put Corey Davis over Mims. I would put, I would put Davis over Crowder. No, 
No, no? Crowder's, Crowder's at way too is way more explosive. Crowder's probably the best slot receiver in the league. Yeah. I mean, well, okay, let's go with the most underrated slot receiver in the league. That's a better word. I don't want to say the best because that's yeah, not, that's that's not fair. It's very under. He's um, very underrated. Obviously, he, he was easily Sam Darnold's favorite target. Oh, big time. Um, gets you hell enough. He gets hell. He gets he he he's he's a good mm, he's a good ball player. Yeah. And then so and it's funny because Corey Davis is really the only big like big name receiver to go in the free agency market so far. Yeah. I mean, Juju's still well, out there. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Galladay's still out there. Out there. AJ Green went to the Cardinals. One-year deal. Love that deal for the Card- Cardinals. Too. Cardinals made... Um, who'd they trade for that I said I, I loved? My uh, my friend... I, I don't know, but they got JJ Watt and AJ Green. Um, uh, him, uh, Hunter, be, a, be a super and, team 10 years ago. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Five I mean, yeah. years ago, They signed the greatest kicker of all time, Matt Prater. The Cardinals did. Man, look off the cards. Oh, um, it was. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, the Raiders traded Rodney Hudson, their center, to Arizona. Oh, I that was a trade of a lifetime. I don't love it for Mason Cole because he's now going to not get any playing time, and he's a former Michigan alum. But mm-hmm, yep, you know that Rodney Hudson is easily a top five center in the NFL. Yep. So that's a really, really good trade, especially since you gave up. You traded. I think they got Hudson and a seventh, and they gave up a third. Yeah, that's that's a massive. So he's massive a deal. he's a great veteran presence. He's a great center that shores up your interior. You probably move Mason Cole to guard and let him platoon with somebody else. I'm I'm just even more scared of that that division now, or that that yeah that. Division. Oh, that offense is going to be ridiculous because AJ Green wasn't terrible. No, no, he's not. No, he's still, he still I mean, the ball. this past year he wasn't bad. He's coming off a bad injury, but he wasn't that. I mean, you can see the aging. You can see he's getting older. He's not, but he was not that bad, right? You know, the guy's still got talent, even though he's getting older and he's slowing down. But still, he's still gonna get those looks because of yeah. They're gonna. It's gonna take more pressure. They're gonna be like, oh, AJ Green, he's not what he yeah. used to be. We still got shit. We still got to cover Hopkins. Did Larry Fitz retire? No. And we still got fucking yeah. Larry Fitz. And so Larry Fitz is just probably just gonna be your old man on the bench to teach oh. everybody. Oh yeah, for and sure. And you still have and you still have a really I mean, good deep you threat. Don't really, who's he teaching though? AJ Green? No. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, no. You're, you're, I mean, Christian Kirk. He's been um, in the league for like three or four years now. Andy Isabella. You you mean the guys he's already been teaching? He's a locker room presence, okay? <laughs> yeah, one of the most overrated uh, sayings in sports. He's a locker room leader. Uh, I I I don't know, Spencer. I agree with Spencer. Actually, I think I think Larry Fitz is that guy you need in that locker room. I still think, and like even if it's like AJ Green, I think that too helps. <laughs> I'm sure there's stuff Larry Fitz knows that AJ Green doesn't. Yeah, and I'm sure it's the other way around they're too. They're not the same receivers. Well, no, but I mean you no, could still no. learn from a guy. Larry Fitz is probably one of the best. He's probably the best possession receiver of all time. Probably, but what is AJ Green not a possession receiver? Yeah, he's a, deep, and he's, he's over threat, thirty. Yeah. You're not teaching a dog, an old dog, new tricks. That's you can true. try. You can try, <laughs> but your point is stupid. I stop think... being stupid. <laughs> no. I think that's gonna help. It's gonna help uh, the cart, the Cardinals, the Cardinals now at, before JJ Watt with the Cardinals better than the Seahawks. Right now, before before JJ Watt, before all what they did, were they were they so better than the Seahawks? So before free agency, were they better than the Seahawks? Yeah. Well, obviously not because they didn't make the playoffs. So now with JJ Watt, the Hudson, rosters as they on sit, paper, yes, uh, on paper, uh, the rosters than the as they sit now, I'm taking Arizona's. Are they better than the Rams? No, not right now. 
The Rams are the best team in that division right now. Hell yeah. So that's fine to hear you say that. Sorry. That's fine to hear you well, say I mean, that. Well, who else would it be? I mean, no, that's true. You're right. And I was having this guy, uh, uh, Cameron's dad, Jeff, texted me on Snapchat and was asking yeah. me about that. And I, he just said, well, I don't if know. If everyone's still healthy, I still think the Niners are better than the Cardinals. Okay. Do you think the Rams are better than the Niners? Yes. On the same with page. Stafford, yes. If it was yeah, with yeah. golf, no. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, and yeah, that's, that's so we were talking about that, and I just said it, it's it's a gauntlet division now. Yeah, like I mean, it's, it always has been. It always has been, but it's even rougher now. I think the team that could so like didn't three teams make the playoffs in that division? They did. No, they no wait, no, yes. two. It was two. It was two. But Cardinals it was on the outside three. looking in. So I think your the team next year that could be the outside looking in could be the Seahawks. I mean, if you have talent on offense, but your offensive line is dog shit, and mm-hmm. you see that because uh, Russell Wilson's like, trade me. Yeah. yeah. Like, low-key, like, I'm unhappy with the offensive line. Either fix it or I want to trade. They have a late first round, right? Because they made the playoffs. Yeah, they're, they're probably, I think they're early 20s. They don't have a first round. Oh, no, they traded it for Jamal Adams. Oh, that's right. Never mind. So that, that picks with the Jets. So you right. can't even go out and get anybody. anybody. So, you know... Seahawks, Pete Carroll's done it his way. It's it's obvious that he has way too much control over player personnel, especially when you have a good GM. But it's worked. He's been to su- two Super Bowls and have won one. Should have won, won both. Yeah. Should have won both, yeah. But, but it, you can... It, his it, way's worked so far. No, and I agree. It's worked, but at this point, you need to be like, all right, so what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, let him figure it out. Your franchise quarterback is pissed, and you're not doing anything to help it. You can't do anything with, with well, the yeah, way you... have you... no cap space because you got too many bad contracts. Yeah. I mean, Russell's costing you, like, what, $36 million a year? You bought that, yeah. Um, but you still have... And then you you paid Tyler Lockett, which was probably not smart. Yeah, that that's going to hurt you. But you still you have a rising star in DK Metcalf. You paid Chris Carson. Your offensive line is doggy doo-doo. Yeah. Your defense is not... Your defensive line... Is good in spurts, but it's not consistent. Yeah, your linebackers are probably the best part of your defense, and yep. your secondary is okay, but you lost your best corner free agency. Right. So, what do you got? So right now, I'm looking at on paper they got the they have the worst roster. Would you say they're the they're the they're the fourth team then behind the the Niners, Jay? The, the, if they're healthy. The, no, well, I had the Niners at two. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you, even oh, you're saying with healthy they're. Not three. Okay, I thought you were saying there were three. No. Okay, so there's two. Okay. I have the right. Niners over the 49ers because of the defense. Yeah, what about you, Spencer? When health, if health, let's just say if health, everybody's healthy. Cause everybody's everybody's healthy, healthy in the rosters right now after free all the the beginning free agency yeah. stages. It's uh, Rams, Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks. That's crazy. That's crazy. And the Niners went out and paid uh, Trent Williams the biggest contract in the history of the NFL for a lineman. Mm-hmm. Good for Trent Williams. Yeah. Damn dog. Yeah, good for you, buddy. So that's a good signing for them because they need that. In order for them to win, they have to run the ball and they have to protect Jimmy G. Yeah. And it seems like that Jimmy G is going to have to be the guy because they're not really in a position to go get anybody else. Right. So yeah, facts. Facts, man. Facts. Well, they do have a good pick, right, in the draft. Yeah, it's high. It's high. They have a top. Oh well, yeah, what was it? Because it was like. I think it's right outside the top ten. Yeah, like what? Twelve. I think it's twelve. Because a lot of those rant, a lot of the Lions 12, trade yeah. rumors, they wanted to nine, take Niners' twelfth pick, and then uh, get a extra first round and some stuff like that. But um, yeah, Niners got a good pick there at twelve. You, what do you take? 
What do you take there? Uh, it all depends on what happens. They have, first they one have ten. two good receivers. They have their tight end. Offensive line's pretty set. You have multiple running backs. Um, you drafted a D lineman last year. They traded Quan, and then probably a line. We might need a, Micah Parsons. Might fit if he falls if that far. If yeah. he's there, yeah. I don't really know what their plan is. I don't know enough about the Niners. Can you imagine if they go fucking snag Mark, make make a Parsons. I mean, there's rumors he could fall to the mid first round. I'm sorry, but that's nuts. It was crazy. That's nuts. There's uh, no standout defensive player this year. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I think Parsons is a stupid freak. Um, um, there's a couple more signings I just want to mention that I really, really liked. I liked the Rams re-up in Leonard Floyd. Yeah. That was a good move on their part. He uh, he blossomed in their defensive system. You need him. Yeah, I think they, he's big for them. Uh, what was the other one that I was looking at? Mm, yep. uh, where'd it go? Oh, yeah, um... Probably a top five signing for me overall. The Chargers signing Corey Lindsley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big great hit. move. Yeah. Great signing. Top five center. Top five center in the league right now. Green Bay's stupid to let him go, but I mean, you know, cap situation. Mm-hmm. It, it, it probably could't sign him to the big deal. But yeah. five years, sixty two, sixty two and a half million dollars. You get a. You have a really good center to pair with your quarterback now in Herbert. So. Great move on the charges, putt. Yeah, it's gonna help. It's gonna help Herbert. I love it. It's gonna help Herbert even more. Love these linemen so. getting that money. Yeah, man. I love seeing. Yeah, me too. I love seeing the big guys get the get what they deserve, dude. They're yeah. the they're the workhorses that foundation game. Yeah, foundation of the offense. You know they don't they don't get a lot of credit now. They're starting to get that those bags, man. So good for you, linemen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like it's shifted now. Like the running backs, they don't. Running back's not a premium position anymore. Right. You can you can get production out of the running back position from a guy you draft in the sixth round. Exactly. Or yeah. a guy that you pull off the street. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, it's rare to find a star. Yeah. And when you do, he's gonna get paid. But I mean look at Zeke, the regression, man. And I know Dak was hurt, but he was awful last year. He was year. struggling. Bad. Well, terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, well the offensive line was just I mean, they were beaten up and hurt. and Oh, yeah. They, your, they were your, struggling. Your Hall of Fame-level center had to retire, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That kind of sucked. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to see... It's going to be something to see, like, you know, with that. Like, Chris McCaffrey got hurt. What if that happens again? You know? Um, he was... He's the highest-paying running back. Yep. I mean, 16? Something like that, right? 16 million a year, yeah. Yeah, so, like... His running backs are... Just, Unfortunately, they're expendable. Aaron Jones would get like fifteen, yeah, slightly under, and then I think yeah. he took a little bit of a pay cut to stay in Green Bay. And that's what me and Jay said. That's what I said with this, Jay. All of his fits, like team wise, outside of Green Bay, don't have the money to give him that. Yeah. Right, right. Who he would. He would. Arizona. Arizona, Arizona, Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, maybe Miami. If it was a non-COVID year, I think he would have got paid more. But yeah, yeah. Since it's not, yeah, that that that, yeah. that definitely definitely is. Is it um, well? Um, cool. That yeah, was no, long. Uh, it's just I gotta say it's been a kind of crazy start to free agency. Yeah, especially in a COVID year, and the cap space, the cap, the cap limit is uh, kind of low. Anybody shocked? Anybody you're shocked? Shocked? About? Mm, not really. No. Yeah. Good job, everybody getting getting money. 
taking money from the big people. All so. about them players getting paid. Yeah. All about them millionaires taking money from the billionaires. Uh-huh. True that. Uh, so, awesome. Let, uh, let us Regr- talk about... Regroup? Yeah, let's talk about... Re- yeah, let's regroup for a second. Let me start a different video. We're gonna pivot! 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 Shut up! Shut up! Um, oh, my yeah. leg. We'll be right back after this ad break. Our own break. Because we don't have a sponsor anymore. Ow. No more ads. Well, I have to do an ad for Anchor, so they pay us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock it up. time. Welcome back to podcast. Shut up. <laughs> it's the March Madness intro. Oh, from CBS. Yes. Um, I could have sang One Shining Moment. No, please don't. Could just uh, not have sang at all. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Um, so, welcome back to the podcast. We are here, and I am so excited for basketball coming up tomorrow. We have our playing game. We don't care about those. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about... We're going to go through each game. Um... Give us some give give some an analysis on each game, how we think everything's gonna go. Uh, there's some games that we know that we think that is gonna be an easy easy toss up or the easy game to pick, so and then some toss up games. We talked about this before we started the pod. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go game by game, but like the ones that seem super obvious, we're, we're not gonna get it really really into just because we don't want to be here for three hours, right? Uh, because and you know and no, I don't think the listeners want to listen to us be retardo for three hours so. right and um i forgot to, i'm gonna have to put this in the front of the being the podcast but uh this episode will come out on friday a special podcast it's march gonna madness special march Ma- madness podcast it's gonna drop earlier than normal um due to the fact that uh the game start at 12 15 friday so i'm gonna just do it at, like once i edit it i'm gonna i'm gonna drop it right noise um why not uh, do a little special here on on this and uh, get that podcast out. Look at look out on our social when that podcast drops. You'll see it on on each of our socials. I'll make sure I put that on there. Um, but yeah, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, I know. Uh, do you have any any thoughts on the playing games before we start the? Big yes, one? I don't know what to expect, Michigan State. If I was a betting boy. I would stay away from Which it. you are. I am a betting, You're a betting boy. boy. Yeah. I would not bet this game. I don't trust it. I don't like the line. Uh, if if you put a gun to my head and made me pick a team, I'm going to take UCLA to win. I just don't. Michigan State hasn't shown me enough consistency. I know time is those Mr. March, and you know the state fans give you the, you know if you if you don't say he's Mr. March and you don't do the January February Izzo, they start throwing their feces like monkeys. <laughs> But you know, no offense to my state friends, but there's a lot of idiot state fans. There's a lot of idiot Michigan fans too. Oh yeah, for sure. I just you know just dumb stuff. But yeah, I just don't trust that game, so I'm not gonna bet it. So I know you were very high on Drake all year. Yeah. And how did you feel when you? I was pretty pissed too. But how would you? How did you feel when they got a playing game? 
I kind of expected it. I mean, they were one of the last four in on yeah. Lenardi's thing, the whole thing. One of the most ones a, in the NCA. I just want to preface, I'm not a huge Joe Lenardi guy. The guy does what he does, but he's just, there's more, there's better bracketology guys out there. CBS guys are actually not bad. Yeah, they're pretty good. Lenardi's just mainstream because he's ESPN. Right. But Drake basketball, I've watched him play a lot this year just because I'm, I'm a weirdo. And I like team, when a team goes 25 and four and leads the NCAA and wins, they intrigue me. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of talent. They can shoot the ball. They play decent defense. Uh, there's a reason they finished second in the, in their conference to right. a Loyola Chicago team that was ranked in the top 25 almost the whole season and got a freaking eight seed. Yeah, that was some malarkey that I thought was that was malarkey. Yeah, I can't talk. I I was so shocked they got an eight seed and then they got put up against. Uh, a, I I thought they were a t- good team. I thought bottom level they were a six, but obviously the conference they play in is I guess that dragging low. them down. Which is um, funny because, yeah. you know, if you're talking about the conference you're playing, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. You're over here playing playing uh, Cupcake Central. Yeah, you're playing. What what, uh, what team did the best, give them The best team with? in that league outside of them is BYU. After yeah. that, it was and like. St. Mary's. They were in the NIT. St. Mary's in the NIT. And then after that, it's like, what, Pepperdine? Yeah. Pacific? Yeah. You're, play, you're literally, you're just walking through Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> And then once you, and once you reach the edge of the Candyland Forest, you get to Mormon country, and then all you got to do is wax the Mormons, and you're undefeated. It's not difficult. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, they have one of the most talented starting fives, but I think playing the competition that like uh, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, and even the, some years the ACC, not as much this year. Not but, as much, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Just well, then let's get into it. Let's get into the first round of the uh, West Division there. Um, Gonzaga will be playing uh, the winner of uh, Northfolk State, Norfolk State, and Appalachian, and Appalachian State. State. Obviously, Fuck Gonzaga. Appalachian State. Uh, but obviously, Gonzaga. We're gonna go agree with Gonzaga, right? Yep. Um, and the next game is Oklahoma, Missouri. Uh, news broke today that Oklahoma's point guard, starting point guard, is out for at least the first two games, right? Uh, because of a positive COVID test. Uh, thankfully, the team has been uh, quarantining. So he wasn't near anybody uh, that they've announced yet. But uh, I was yep. picking Oklahoma. I'm going to switch that to Missouri just based on the fact that losing a starter is usually not very good. Yeah, I, I was I was choosing Missouri anyway um, just for that just for the fact that I think Missouri, the Missouri has a <laughs> I heard somebody today, team. it was uh, Valenti and Rico today on the way to work, they were like, this game is literally a coin flip. Um, and it's they said... Oklahoma and Missouri, it's like that Spider-Man with me meme where they're pointing at each other. They're the same team. Yeah. Like, you, there's no difference. They're the same exact team. That's pretty funny. But, yeah, I'm, I flipped my pick to Missouri. I was going to take Oklahoma because I like Austin Reeves. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's the other, the wing they have? Harkless. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're centered that Jay says looks like me. He does. Yeah. He's got the same kind of hair. He's got, I'll like, put a, he's got put a, a picture right here. He's got an awkward chin badger. Wears a headband like I would. Spencer Stalzer. That's Spencer Stalzer. Headband. Difference Spencer is he's Stalzer. good at basketball and I'm not. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm switching the pick just because Missouri had a decent season, you know? Yeah. Uh, like they when they're on their game, they're really good. Yeah, very good when yeah. they're on but their game. When they're not, they're yeah. really bad. Yes. Yeah. They lost some questionable games this year. For sure. But, you yeah, know, I'm going to switch that to Missouri just because uh, I'm a believer in guard play in the tournament. I know Austin Reeves is technically like their one slash two, but, yeah, no, losing a starter always sucks. Yeah, big time. All right, what's the next game? 
Next one on the docket, uh, Creighton against um, UCSB. I have seen a lot of analysts say that Santa Barbara could beat can beat this team. As a degenerate who gambles, I've bet a lot of UCSB games this year. Okay, they and? can they can hoop. They're big offensive scoring. Team. Now I'm still taking Creighton because even with the coaching situation, I still think Creighton's that much more talented that they're gonna they're gonna win the game. But this is a game that you I could see going right down to the wire. Oh, stop right there, buddy. That's what I'm gonna stop you right there. Creighton has struggled in the last six games. I think they lost like the last three or four. This team, this is gonna be our first upset. They no not first upset, but this is gonna be an upset on our list right here starting. This is gonna be an upset. So you're upset as Go Santa Barbara. So Santa Barbara? Yep. I, don't I think wa- so. I haven't watched I haven't watched any uh, Santa Barbara. <laughs> the one game I watched with Creighton, they lost me money. So let's go Santa Barbara. Yeah, Jay. So I got uh, Jay and Dip over here rooting for the Gauchos. Yeah, that's their name? Yeah, they're the UCSB. That's even better. That's even better. <laughs> that's right. University of California. Uh, what is it? University of California, Santa Barbara Gauchos. Love it. So I, I definitely think I think that that will be a great game to watch because I think Santa Barbara, they could score, man. Like you said, they have a great scoring team, so. What's the next game? Uh, another the, popular what? Oh, I was about to say this game features the most boring team to watch in college basketball. Yes, it's Virginia versus um, Miami. Oh, yeah, or Ohio. Ohio University. I wanted to say Miami of Ohio, Ohio? but it's yes. not. It's Ohio. Yes, uh, this is another fairly popular upset pick. Yeah, Ohio has um, a great team again. Ohio has. I don't has, know why they're ranked really low in, the, in the BPI because <laughs> you know because Ohio has a point guard named James Preston mm-hmm. who is an absolute animal. He's averaging like what 16, He's seven, 16 seven? 7 and seven. He's a triple double kind of point guard. He'll be a first round pick. Yeah, um, they play fast paced. They can score a lot. And Virginia is not as as lethal on defense if, as they were. And, back and you, in the, the way to beat Virginia pass. is to speed them, is to speed them up and score. Yeah, exactly. And I think Ohio can do that, which is why uh, I hadn't changed it until now. But I'm in my official bracket. I'm taking Ohio. I just, I mean, I'll take I Ohio would, too because would, screw it. I would love to see Ohio win. Yes, I love upsets. I love Cinderella stories. Virginia but, plays the same exact way. They're, we're yeah. going to slow everything down to a crawl, ah. lock in and play defense. If you can run, they're in trouble. All right, fuck it. Virginia Ohio. is the ACC's think, Wisconsin. Right. They're, Ohio. The reason Ohio why wins. they're the only number one seed to lose to a 16 seed. That's all I need. Ohio. Ohio. This is another. <laughs> this next matchup's another game I think could be on uh, upset alert. This one intrigues me too. You got numbers or six seed USC versus the winner of the play playing game of Wichita State and Drake. And I think Drake wins this game. And I think Drake beats um, UC, Dude, USC. You, you got Drake going to the round of thirty-two. USC are a joke. That team is a joke. They I dis- are not. I disagree. I think they're they are have, you, have you seen Evan Mobley? Oh, the he's n- bad. He's he, amazing. He'll be the number two pick in the draft. Well, I maybe won't, I won't say. But depending top, on top team, three. depending on team need, yeah, he'll be a. Top three pick in the draft. Dude is insane for a center. He's I, I, I Jay's Jay. You've been on on the Mobley hype train. I have been. He is freaking nuts. Um, yeah, I have not. He's and then, the most impressive player in college basketball outside of Cade Cunningham. So, so all season we're like, oh, Pistons are at least going to get a top three pick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted Cunningham not no matter anymore. what, obviously. Right. But then I'm sitting there like, well, if they're two, I'm like, who do I want? I'm like, that yeah, Jalen Suggs for sure. I I'm, still want Jalen Suggs over uh, Mobley just. 
position fit, but I would not be upset if we got Evan Mobley. Okay. It, like, and if they, if the Pistons were at two and took Evan Mobley to pair with Isaiah Stewart, beautiful salivation. Yeah, you have a lineup as uh, um, Killian, Killian Hayes at point, the guy they dress, drafted for at shooting guard, Sadiq Bay. No, no, the he's other not one. a guard. Wait, who? The guy we got from Oklahoma City. Um. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. That's a long name. I'm not gonna say. Di Diabala. Yeah, Diabala. Uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. At, at, at small forward, I you, like him. You have um, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. And then you can put um, Platoon Sadiq Bay at your. You can put uh, Sadiq Bay, Plumley, yeah. Isaiah Stewart at uh, power forward, and then you've got either Plumley or uh, Mobley at center. And you work Josh Jackson in there. Yep. As long as they resign him. But yeah, no, I like it. So, I just know. think I think Drake beats Wichita State easily, and I think Drake beats USC. Uh, I still have USC. Yeah. I, I think it's. A, Do you think Wichita I think it's a wins prime, that game? I think it's a prime up or upset, but yeah. I still think USC pulls it out. Hey, Kansas I, boy, does Wichita State win? I like. I've always rooted for Wichita State. Yeah, just because I think their nickname's cool. The Shockers. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I like they, their logo. Usually, the yellow and black uniforms are cool, but. Yeah. Um, I'll take. I would take Drake in that game. And then, do you think Drake beats USC? Oh, uh, God, no, no, God, no. Okay. Nobody can guard Evan Mobley. All right. All right. All right. Next one is a skip game because it's Kansas versus uh, Eastern, Eastern Washington. Washington. Dude, I got. I got, on, I got Kansas. I'm. I'm high on them. Why? I'm not. I but... think they. They will get at least easily get to the Elite Eight. See, I'm a little disappointed that that game against Texas got canceled. Yeah. Because we it, it would have shown you something. And exactly. I'm. I'm on Kansas Twitter a little bit. And mm-hmm. they were uh, they were they wanted to go for blood because the Texas beat them the last time they played them right, and they had been playing better outside of the UTEP game, which I think was a trap because they're like ah oh, it's UTEP whatever. Yeah, they scheduled that just to but they were get a they were they win. were blowing out Oklahoma until Oklahoma clawed their way back into the game. Yeah, so you know and they're just a weird Kansas team, man. But yeah, obvious win. You get you get March Kansas. You get a Kansas that plays in March. They're going to lead eight. They could possibly be uh, Gonzaga. I will put that on paper. No, no way. Put that on paper. I don't think Gonzaga, I think Gonzaga I, is going to. I love Kansas. There's absolutely no. no way Kansas would be Gonzaga. I think they got a good team, man. All right. All I right. Think Kansas do, wins this they game. They have talent. Yeah. But I have a big issue with them. And is we'll... there a way Kansas gets upset? In the first round? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So next game. <laughs> um, Number seven, Oregon versus number 10, VCU. Oregon, Pack. Uh, Pac-12 regular season champs lost disappointingly to Oregon State in the um, uh, Pac-12 tournament. But Oregon State went on a miraculous run. Yeah, uh, I got Oregon. Uh, yeah, VCU still playing their their old stupid defense. Give me Oregon. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think it's that that difficult of a seven uh, ten game. VCU got blown out by uh, I think, Bonaventure. I, think, so. I honestly think Oregon is a sevens low. I thought they should have been a five or a six. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what happens when you lose a couple bad games. Mm-hmm. Oregon is a lot better than they played this year. They've dealt with a lot of injuries, but they're healthy now. So right. give me give me the Ducks. The Ducks are a team too that I mean, in the second round. I think they're going to give that the team they play uh, a shit show. All right. Yeah. Um, another skip over. You got number two Iowa versus number fifteen Grand Canyon. Obviously Iowa. I have watched a ton of Grand Canyon basketball. They're saying this Grand Canyon's got a good team. They they have a good team now. Grand Canyon has a really good team. They've got they two score. really good big guys, and they have a their point guards okay. Yeah. They can't beat Iowa. No. no way. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, but, but 
as a, a, fun as game a guy who's watched a lot of Grand Canyon basketball, <laughs> they are. You really do have a problem. I do. <laughs> they're, no, they're actually they're a fun team to watch. Like, yeah. I watched them once, and I'm like, these guys can kind of play. There's the games though where they played like Seattle U, and they played like a dog crap, and they lost. Yeah, but uh, but no. When you watch, when I watched Grand Canyon, the one thing that stuck out to me was they were obviously the better coach team on the floor every time they played. Awesome. Won't happen against Iowa either. That will not. Happen. Yeah, unfortunately. Fran McCaffrey, as no. overrated as I think he is, is a good coach. I don't yeah. think he's overrated. He does what he has to do. I think he's pretty good. He's all right. In a conference with a lot of pretty good coaches. Yeah. I don't like how red his face gets. <laughs> Up, bro. <laughs> I'm All serious. Right. That is. Do we? Do we? Are we going to continue the West? Or are we going to go on to the next one? Uh, West let's, is done. Yeah, let's keep going. Oh, we're not going to do the whole thing. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, we're done with the first round of the West. So beautiful. Okay, I got you. You want to do gotcha. the first round of the whole thing, or do you want to do the whole West? I I was well, that's oh, what you want to go asking. all the way section by section. I was I was asking. Do you yeah, want to go each round? Oh yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go each round, Jay. Me me don't know what doing. All right. So East first game. Walk over, Michigan versus the play-in game of uh, what is it? Mount Saint Mount Saint Mary's Mount in Saint Texas Mary's Southern. In Texas mm-hmm. Southern. No explanation. Michigan walks. Michigan. Yeah. Um, interesting game. Number eight LSU versus nine Saint Bonaventure. Now I was sold. LSU is freaking hot, especially in offense. But Saint Bonaventure, they're they're, they're a really they're good team themselves. Up. I yeah. was sold. They have a LSU really good defense too. Up until earlier today. What happened? And what that, happened today? I heard some things about the Bonnies. They're a crazy team. They're insanely good. Yeah. And the metrics love them. Yeah. The only thing they don't have is depth. They only play like six guys, which can hurt you, but they're really good. So I'm not Five. changing my pick from LSU because I think LSU is so, too talented. Quick, quick, quick stat about St. Bonaventure. Five players average double double uh, double digit scoring. God. That's crazy. And LSU has no big man. What That's LSU true. what LSU thrives on is getting to the free throw line. I say LSU. Meanwhile, this... Bonaventure probably outplays them in every other offensive facet. They're the better uh, field goal shooting team, better three point shooting team. Only thing LSU has is getting to that free throw line. I want to say Bonaventure, but I just don't. LSU's playing so hot right now. In the BPI, LSU's nice, 24, dude. Bonaventure's 28. That's really close. Also, LSU's defensive, like, their rating is, like, outside the two, the top 200. Mm. They don't play defense. Yeah, mm. LSU gives up fi- 75.3 a game. Bonaventure gives up 60. I really four. need to look at my, uh, my bracket again. <laughs> I mean, like I said, LSU's the extremely hot team, but I'm yeah. starting to talk myself into Bonaventure. Yeah, I'm listening, and I'm, yeah. I'm giving, I I'm going to give go my, I'm going to give myself... To officially declare by by the time by Friday before the tournament starts, but as of now, I'm going to keep it with LSU. Okay, I'm going to ride. The, I'm going to ride the hot team. I'm going to ride Bonnie. I, th- I think I'll go Bonaventure as well. Yeah, I'm, I, it's probably. I'll probably I end might, up changing. It. I, I might actually root for LSU because I think LSU is honestly the better mich- better matchup yes, for Michigan. Same, same because Hunter Dickinson's just going to eat. He's going to eat all day when they're when they're. Biggest yeah. guys like six nine. And you Agreed. know the funny thing is too, like even if like say like they play LSU in the second round and it's it's Hunter Dickinson says he's got two fouls early, Austin Davis could probably still do or well. Or if you want to play small ball, J- Johns Johns at yeah, the at the five the five, and then you've mm-hmm. got Franz Chandy, uh, Brooks and uh, Smith. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
just agreed. Playing. I would have rather play LSU. So that's um, why I'm going with that. Number five versus number twelve. Number five, Colorado versus number twelve, Georgetown. This, for this one, this is pretty easy for me. I'm going Colorado. This one is a popular upset pick because Georgetown got hot and won the Big East. I don't want to care. This is a this don't that, like that, it. That's some bullshit. Every metric says Colorado. Yeah. I don't even think Georgetown covers the spread. I don't think so either. Colorado. I think Colorado beats them by by a bunch. Yeah. Colorado. I know they lost to Oregon State, but yeah. Oregon State went on that run. They won the Pac-12. Colorado is loved by the metrics. Colorado is a really good team. Uh, Colorado. Okay. Next up, number four, Florida State versus number 13, UNC Greensboro. Now, this one's interesting. This one's also a kind of a popular upset pick for the people in the know. I mm. think this is one of the ones Ant Wright was talking about yeah. that could be a upset watch. Mm-hmm. I know um, UNCG is no joke. Ant Wright was the one I heard about that from. I did a little research on them. They play good defense. They can. Uh, they, I think they take care of the ball pretty well. Uh, I'm still taking Florida State. I think they're too talented. Yeah, Florida State's no team. joke. Super yeah. athletic. One of the best offenses offenses in college basketball. Yep, for sure. With a good three point shooting team as well. Give me yep. Florida State. Take the FSU Seminoles. All right, next matchup, BYU, number six, or six seed BYU going against the playing game of MSU and UCLA. BYU. BYU, they're good. BYU's got uh, former Purdue center Matt Harms down low. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. Um, they're, they're long, and they're not super athletic, but they're sound. Yeah. They don't yeah, turn I the think, ball uh, over a lot. They can shoot well from three. I, it, I don't care if... Izzo's Mr. March. I don't trust this state team. I don't like the roster. Yeah, Aaron Henry has to get hot, and they have to play insane defense to win, and they they don't always do that. Yeah. So, yeah, give me BYU. Yeah, BYU. Right. Too. They're hot. Yeah. Hot team. Next game, number three, Texas versus number fourteen. Albion Christian? Ab- Abilene. Abilene, Abilene baby. Christian. Go go Abilene. Um, Texas, your joke. Uh, go Abilene. Shaka Christian. Smart is Are you Owen- taking Abilene? I'm taking Abilene. At Texas. Shaka Smart is 0 2 in the tournament at Texas. Abilene Christian, baby. This but is the this is the upset as it, be, the upset be I was that as it may, Texas. This Texas team can make the final four. I don't buy it. Texas. They're still way too inconsistent for me. Yeah, I don't, yeah they're so I, up, I don't there's bl- up or down. There's one team I believe in in the in the Big 12, <laughs> and it ain't Texas. And it's not Texas. Wow. All right, no. I, Albany I don't, Christian. I, no, I don't think Texas makes the final four, but I think they have the talent to. Have you seen Cam Sims play? Yeah, but that's like saying that's like saying is uh, it Cam Georgia Georgia Tech could have a four, Final Four team? No, 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 no. Texas is on a different level than Georgia Tech. Mm. Texas is way better. Texas was ranked number four in the country at one point. No, I think they they get beat. I mean, I just, Michigan I just, State started out as the preseason number one. Duke was number three, and Duke was number three. Early early season top twenty five polls are bullshit. Don't Michigan speak. was unranked. Don't don't speak facts to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another interesting game, which I think can be an upset. Number seven UConn versus number ten Maryland. Maryland, I don't know. Kind of a bit of hot tea coming into that uh, game against where, Michigan, where Michigan pulled away. I watched a lot of UConn or a lot of Big East ball, and I mm-hmm. think because on the weekend I I have Fox on, and you know we, I watch you I watched UConn play, and yeah. UConn I think UConn, UConn will handle Maryland against top twenty five teams, and that scares me. But I think Maryland uh, lost to Creighton three times, beat USC by three, lost to Villanova by eight, split with Seton Hall, and beat Xavier. I know UConn's got the best player on the floor in Boatwright, mm-hmm. but I just want to say, where are the turtles? <laughs> I'm ta- <laughs> give me the Terps. 
I, I'm, I'm um, sorry, Maryland. But... Maryland's especially a really good three-point team. Yeah. And uh, something I heard today on the radio, too, was um, when in doubt, take the better team defensively. And, the, and Maryland plays lockdown well, D. Also, who's got the better backcourt? I know UConn's isn't bad, but Maryland has uh, Eric Ayala and Aaron Wiggins. Mm-hmm. They might they might be the best backcourt in the Big Ten. They're up there, sure. Yeah, give me Maryland. Uh, outside give me, of give me UConn, Illinois backcourt. Yes, Illinois does have the best. I would put Maryland probably at number two. Big East at noon. I'd make a turtle noise, but I don't know what turtles sound like. What's that one mean? Where's it? (laughs) What does that? Um, (laughs) This is a next one's a walkover game. Alabama against Iona. Now, okay, I just want to say real quick. If there's a 15-2 upset, it's this one. No, it's not. Alabama's way too good. The power of Rick Pitino. The only power Rick Pitino has is getting his son another job. And, and Iona. And getting another job after getting fired for hiring strippers to have right. sex with your players. Right. All right. Next <laughs> next game's another walkover. Number one, Baylor. Baylor against number 16, Hartford. Baylor, Dude, Baylor. Baylor wins by 30. Um, Interesting game. This might be the hardest 8-9 game to pick for me. Number eight, UNC versus number nine, Wisconsin. I, d- I don't think it's that hard. I think it's UNC. Wisconsin. I lean, I'm leaning back and forth between both. Yeah. I think UNC has the better team, but they are just so madly inconsistent. That's that's an issue. With Wild, them. Yeah, like wildly inconsistent. They're like, playing the better basketball right now. But like I, you go out and you yeah. beat Florida State, and right. then you go lose to Marquette. They've lost to Iowa by thirteen this year. Lost to Virginia by twelve. Lost to Texas by two. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech by five. Vatek by eight. I think UNC has the better team. Wisconsin's more consistent. In the tournament, Wisconsin doesn't turn the ball over whatsoever. They've got 8.9 turnovers a game, which is lowest in Division One. I. I think that'll help them get past UNC and give me Wisconsin. Yeah. I, I just think take, take the if, if they, they get the UNC that played in the tournament or the last couple of the, uh, games as well in the regular season, mm-hmm. give me UNC. That's what I'm going off of. Right. I'm going off the ACC tournament. Next uh, next game, number five, Villanova versus number 12, Winthrop. Give me the I, Winthrop Eagles. I think we already talked about this one. Uh, give me Nova, man. I, I just think it's Nova, dude. What's his name? He's he's a he's a friggin' tournament king. Yeah, I, I, mean, know, I know it's Jay Wright in the first round, but you lost your best player. Yeah, that hurts. Another one of your guys is hurt, and they yeah. have not been the same since their point guard got hurt. Yeah. They I, have, I think they, they prevailed against Winthrop. Villanova is like all big guys. They have no guards anymore. Winthrop's are, are fast-paced, right? Plus, fast-paced score a ton. Plus, uh, Winthrop, 6-7 point guard, and they're 11 deep. Like, they play all 11 they guys. Play 11 guys, yeah. I was, I was, I picked Villanova at the beginning because I was like, it's Jay Wright, you know? You can't go against Jay Wright. He's won two national it's titles. A, that's what, and that's what me. I'm, I'm, I can't go against coach. I'm taking Winthrop. I gotta go Nova. I can't go against him. Winthrop almost ran the table. I'm taking him. Oh, I'm gonna keep track of this. We're gonna, we're gonna write this down. I got it all in here. Um, all my bracket. All right. Next matchup, number four, Purdue against number 13, North Texas. I don't know anything about North Texas. Me either. I, Purdue. I don't either, yeah. Purdue wins easy. All right. Uh, next game, number six, Texas Tech versus number 11, Utah State. Also know nothing about Utah State. Texas Tech is getting to the, Texas Tech is getting to the Final Four. No. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, just kidding. Texas Tech wins this game. I mean, I like Matt McClung, too, but... <laughs> no, they win this game. They get Texas, to the Utah State will make it a... Make it a Somewhat decent game, but I think Texas Tech wins. They gotta get past. Oh yeah, they get to the Sweet Sixteen if they don't. Right? 
then they have to play number one at Sweet 16? Or they No. They have to play the number two at Sweet right. 16. Yeah. They next, get to the Elite Eight. Next game. Number th- uh, three seed Arkansas versus 14 seed Colgate. This t- Toothpaste. This- this game interests the hell out of me because Colgate is the second leading scoring team in the country behind Gonzaga. Wow. They score like 84 points a game. Only thing about Colgate, they have not played an opponent in the top 75 in the net. I, yes, and that's why I'm not picking them, but I think if this game comes down to like the last minute, last two minutes, and Colgate Arkansas, pulls it out. I don't think Colgate pulls it out, but just 86 points a game is insane. A lot. Yeah. But then you look at Arkansas, though. 82 points a game. Oh. Arkan- <laughs> Arkansas is another one. Also, think about Arkansas. Yeah. Six players are averaging at least one steal a game. Yep. Yeah, that's that, that'll get you points there. Oh. So, I I, I mean, I, I was going to go Arkansas anyway, but. All right. Seven Wait. seed Florida versus 10 seed Virginia Tech. Go Vod Tech. Vod Tech wins this game. Give me the Hokies. Yeah. I would I was going to say Gators. Don't believe in Virginia Tech. I don't really believe anybody in the ACC this year. I don't like Florida. I was watching a video this guy made where he broke down every team in the tournament. And I saw that video, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty good video. That's a great video. Um, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send it to Jay. Yeah. Um, it's like 40 minutes long, but it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I just, Florida just. I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot about them. All I know is that super inconsistent. They haven't really been that good this year. Kind of surprised they got a seven seed. If I'm being honest, one thing about yeah. Virginia Tech though, they've had five of their last eight games canceled, including wasn't there one in the ACC tournament they got canceled? So they no, 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 because they lost to North Carolina. Oh, that was the the the, the game before the, the tournament the, started. Yeah, the, uh, the last game of the season. I don't know. Yes, I. I like Florida. I, I like Vatek. I think what's his name? What's the dude? The bald guy, Buzz Williams. Yeah, I like him. I, I think he, yeah, I like, he, he pulls I like the, up. I like the Hokies. I okay. think it'd be a good game. Yeah. Just, I'll take the Hokes. Yeah. Another another walkover. Number two, Ohio State versus fifteen Oral Roberts. Always you. Yep. Ohio State's getting Oral on Friday. Uh, right. Ohio State wins. We're going to the Midwest. First uh, walkover game. Number one Illinois versus sixteen Drexler. I'd like to, Come on, Drexler, beat them. But I'd like, go, yeah, to, I'd like to congratulate Drexel for getting back to the tournament for the first time since I think the nineties. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, but you're gonna get waxed. You're gonna gotta go yeah. through Illinois. The you're, hot, play, the you're, playing the hot, you're playing the hottest team in the country. Yeah, there they are. I agree. I agree with him. I agree. Um next up, number eight, Loyola Chicago versus number nine, Georgia Tech. This now. one this one was we had breaking news today on this one. Yes. Uh, while we were recording the first half of our podcast. Yep. Um yeah, I, this one was kind of a toss-up to me at first, but then I looked at it more, and this is before I found out the news today, that uh, the ACC Player of the Year for that plays for Georgia Tech is going to be out for the game. Um, I think COVID reasons, what it was. Uh, so, I mean, I was taking Loyola Chicago before this because every, they, once again, another team that's loved by metrics. They were a top-10 net team all year. Yeah. Um, Crutwig, their center, the guy that the freshman, the kid that played against Michigan in the Final Four a couple of years ago. Yep, he's their go-to guy now. They have really good guard play. They have a really good coach. I like Loyola Chicago a lot. Can they beat if they beat Jod Tech? Could they? Oh, sorry, no. Jay, who do you have? I've got Loyola. Okay, if can they, if can they, they beat Georgia Illinois? Tech? No. Can they be, no, they can give Illinois a game. They can't. They beat won't them. beat him. No, okay. I All don't right. think Crutwig can shut down Kofi Coburn enough to beat him. Plus, I don't think they have enough to guard. All of the guards that um, the Illinois, has. Illinois has. Ayo Dasunmu is a different animal. Like, Except I, when he plays state. Yeah, true. Then he ain't bad. He ain't nothing. He ain't bad. <laughs> he ain't nothing. 
He just gets his face broken by Mati Sissoko. (laughs) All right, next game. (laughs) Number five, Tennessee versus number 12, Oregon State. The right ends for the Beavers. Yeah, take, that, I'm taking the volunteers. You're right. to stop there. Go because volunteers. It, it's yeah. one of those things. It's like George. It's like Georgetown. They've been terrible all year. Got hot for three days. Oregon State all year, not good. And then I got hot for three days. Yeah. Like, yep. Um. Yeah. Give me. Give me the volunteers. Yep. All right. Uh, next up, number four, Oklahoma State versus number thirteen, Liberty. Now I am extremely high on Oklahoma State. Love Cade Cunningham. They're, love Cade Cunningham. They've been on fire to end the season. They're probably my favorite team in the Big 12 because fuck Baylor. So obviously give me Oklahoma State. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I know they beat Baylor, but I'm, I'm not going to argue this, but yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah, okay, yeah I, I, this is one, too, where I've seen people t- like, ooh, Liberty, Liberty. No. Shut up. No. Yeah. Stop it. No. Kate yeah. Cunningham is just nuts. Kate Cunningham is insane. Uh, Caleb Boone, not a bad player himself. Um, who's the other kid who scored like 30 the game Cunningham was out? Ew. It wasn't Boone. They had another guy score 30 when Cunningham was out, and they beat uh, West Virginia, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. the I, Oklahoma State. Liberty, get out of here. Yeah, I don't know why people even think Liberty's going to win that game. Uh, no. What's our next one? Number six, San Diego State versus number 11, Syracuse. This one I don't... How did San Diego State fall to a six seed? They were like a two seed two weeks ago. The conference they play in. Mm-hmm. They lost. I think they lost two games down the stretch. Uh, this one is interesting just because it's Syracuse, I guess, and it's Bayheim, and he's done this before. And it's their weird defense. Yeah, their weird defense. And I guess uh, Buddy Bayheim, Jim Bayheim's son, can get hot and put up points. Dude, he scores like thir- almost 30. Oh, no, he dro- he'll drop like 26 or 30 a night if he <laughs> gets hot. stupid. So I, it's just, I mean... I'm taking San Diego State. They Me have too. their like entire starting lineup is all seniors. They're very experienced. They've all been to the tournament. They're very talented. I'm taking SD State. Yes, Sam. I'm taking San Diego State. Easy. All man. right. That's Next crazy. up, number three, West Virginia versus number fourteen, Moorhead State. I would like to say I'm really pissed off at Moorhead State because it's their fault Belmont didn't get in. Oof. Belmont one one of the most fun teams to watch for me this year. Uh, very sound basketball, shot, shot the ball well, pretty athletic, have good big guys, and didn't get in because Moorhead State had to ruin their dreams. But West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia goes far, too. In my in my brackets, I think West Virginia goes far, but West Virginia wins this. They don't go far for me, but they do make it past this round. <laughs> All right. Next up, number seven, Clemson versus number 10, Rutgers. Give me the Scarlet Knights. Give me the Rockies. The Rutgers I was thinking go. Rutgers, too. Yeah. I think Steve Pykel is one of the best coaches in the Big Ten. He's probably one of the up-and-coming guys in the country. Uh, he took a, a program in Rutgers that's been booty cheeks for a long time <laughs> and got him to the tournament. The Trashka type. Yes. Uh, Clemson, another, Clemson's another ACC team. Have, Clemson's inconsistent. They have talent, but wildly inconsistent. Yeah, like you, you get a good team, you get a bad team. Like the, that's the ACC. They went. They got hot for a while, and they were playing good. And I remember I threw, I uh, put them in a parlay, and then um, Duke was off of like a four game losing streak and beat them. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. You got to get your crap together. Yeah. Right. So yeah, no, I uh, I like I like Rutgers. All right, last game of the first round is a walkover. Number two, Houston versus number 15, Cleveland State. Cleveland State's well-coached, but Houston's way too good. Houston's hot. Yeah, they're a good team. Led so. by a former Kansas player, Quentin Grimes. Mm-hmm. So 
We uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, uh, real quick I though. Even talking into my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I no. We were done. No, um, I didn't say goodbye yet. All right, so before we wrap up, so uh, we covered the first round in this week's and uh, like uh, March Madness podcast. Um, we're gonna we'll 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 get into the second round uh, matchups after they are set. Right. Um, because uh, that's just silly if we go way too far ahead. Uh, also, no, we won't, cause the second round games are Sunday, Monday. Wait, are they? Well, I mean, we could still. I think so. Oh, should we do second round or round of thirty-two, real quick? All right, real quick, probably. We'll, we'll just we'll All just right. we'll speed speed run it. Yeah, like we did in the did NFL. Not save? Why did the fuck did it not save? <laughs> it should have saved my picks. Fuck. All right, so in the round of thirty-two games, uh, I'll start real quick. Uh, who'd you guys take in the in the Missouri Oklahoma game, Missouri? Yeah. Uh, so yes. be Gonzaga, Missouri. Who you got? Gonzaga. Gonzaga's too good. I Gonzaga. Agree. Uh, second round game. Two of us had US USC. So you guys have U U UCSB versus Ohio. Mm-hmm. Who do you guys got? Uh, I think I took Ohio. I think I took. Ohio. I would take Ohio in your one. game. I would take Ohio. I have Creighton v Ohio. I'm, I'll take Creighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, USC Kansas. Kansas. This is, like, this is a toss up for me. My bracket right now, I have Kansas, but I could go. It could go both ways. I had Kansas, but like I like you said, I think USC could cause a problem. Uh, Oregon Iowa. 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 Oh yeah, Iowa. Michigan OSU. Michigan. Michigan. Although Colorado. I got St. Bonnie. Uh oh yeah, Michigan St. Bonnie? Yeah. Same thing? Yeah. No Bonnie's over in Michigan? Nope. Damn. <laughs> uh Spencer, I've got Michigan winning at all. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Uh Colorado, Florida State. Colorado. Mm, Florida State. I, took- I I got Florida State and Michigan playing. The, I took Florida State team. based upon coaching and experience. Same. BYU, Texas. BYU. Texas. Texas. Bama versus the Terps of Maryland. BYU. I and I had uh, I had uh, what's what, Wait, what is it against Maryland? Maryland, uh, Bama, Bama. And I had what's nice beating Maryland's, but uh, a UConn put, beating Maryland. But I have Bama winning that game. Uh, so you have wait, who beaten Maryland? I had UConn. But you got Bama beating UConn. Correct. Gotcha. Uh, Baylor, Wisconsin. Baylor or Baylor oh, UNC? Baylor. Yeah. Yep. I had UNC, but Baylor. And then uh, who'd you guys have for playing Purdue? What was the game? Uh, it was either Winthrop or Nova. Oh, uh, I had Nova. So I and then I had uh, I had Nova. I had Nova getting to the three sixteen brother. So you'd have Nova beating Purdue. Um, I have uh, Purdue beating Winthrop. I have Purdue beating Winthrop. Okay. Uh, Texas Tech Arkansas. Texas Tech Arkansas. Oh, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. I, I took Texas Tech as well. That defense is going to stifle that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Virginia Tech Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. And Illinois, Loyola, Chicago. Illinois. Battle Illinois. of the Illinois teams. Illinois. Much as I hate Illinois. Same. Loyola, Chicago makes it a game, but Illinois. Uh, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. I think it's going to be a good game because uh, Tennessee plays great defense, but Oklahoma State's got Cade Cunningham, so equalizer. Uh, San Diego State, West Virginia. San Diego West State. West Virginia. West Virginia, Mountain Mama. I think I've got San Diego State. Do you have San Diego State over West Virginia? I think so. I like the experience and I like the the maturity, but I I think West Virginia is a little too talented. Yep. Ran Butgers versus Houston. Houston. Houston Houston as well. And that'll run us through the round of 32. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry for the speed run, but if you don't like it, you can kiss my butt. Or give us more money. Give us monies. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Enjoy basketball. Enjoy basketball this weekend. Yes, best time of the year. This weekend. Yes, best time of the year. 
watch football, watch basketball during work hours. Who cares? Who cares? Your 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 boss will be okay with it. Mine won't be. But Mine won't be. But hey, Mine she gonna kind of has to it. be just because I kind of do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're gonna, yeah. Anyway, so see you guys next time. We love you. Peace. Deuces. Good luck, Kansas. Yeah.